We are back at it. Welcome back, Bears, Brews, and the Bros. Your boy, Smoking Jay, up in the house with my brothers, Sweetness and Drill. Today, we got a Chicago Bears mock draft. We're going to do the, the first four picks that they have, which is the first, second, third, and fifth round pick. We're going to be like in a war room. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about the players available according to a mock draft from Pro Football. I think it's Pro Football Focus or Pro Football Network. I'll get that at, uh, to you guys right now. But, um, man, how you guys feeling tonight, man? We, we got a late one tonight. Oh, Lord, man. I feel for uh, truck drivers and their over-the-road hauling, bro. I just got done on the eight-hour young road trip right there. <laughs> I'm a little tired, but, but I'll do anything for the Bears, Bruce, and the bros. <laughs> Hell, yeah. It's bros before anything, man. But, yeah, man, we ready to dive in, brody. Um, you know, really excited about these these young players that we're about to talk about and uh, basically scout for everybody, man. Yeah, man, we're going to we're going to drop some, you know, some um, little tidbits about these players, some info about them or whatever. But uh, let's talk about the needs. Right. Because we want to we want to think about this and we got a lot of needs. And the first thing that comes to mind, obviously, we already know it's been like this forever. We need a motherfucking quarterback. And, you know, besides quarterback, what else we need? I would go uh, offensive tackle. Um, O-line, 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 You know, <laughs> specifically, you know, yeah, and the interior for the offense, we need somebody. Uh, you know, we need somebody there. We also just lost Fuller at the cornerback. So yeah. that, that easily became a, you know, a necessity for us right away. And, um, you know, just to name another big one, I feel like is a wide receiver. We need, yeah. uh, we need some weapons out there. I feel like we have. Our backfield uh, sewed up with Monty and uh, Tariq Cohen, two different type of running backs to do different things. So with them, you know, barring injury, we should be all right there. Yeah, man. Um, I think we could talk about safety, too. But I like those, uh, the quarterback, offensive line help, cornerback and wide receiver for sure. I think that's going to be the target. Before we get into this, you know, uh, we got the 20th overall, 52nd overall, 83rd overall, and 164th overall pick that we're going to talk about. We got to talk about a, a, a real a real possibility, man. You know, uh, Ryan Pace possibly being this, this could be his last year. This guy's desperate, man. He, he's trying to clear his name. He's trying to do right. And he still has the same question or the same need that the Bears do. We still have the same need when he first walked in Hallis Hall. We need a quarterback. Eddie Dalton's not the future. They could trade up, man. They could trade up. They could give up a lot of draft picks, which would kill this whole mock draft. If they do trade up, um, uh, I think the Falcons would be the very first team that could possibly trade back. I just don't know if they're going to want to trade all the way back to 20th. But again, man, Pace is that desperate. I, what? How many future first-round picks is he willing to give? Is he willing to give them a Roquan Smith because this Falcons team needs defense? Is he willing to trade away a player like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of different combinations he could give. So, realistically, can you I hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, cool. My bad. The mic check real quick. Not all good. Mic check. 
We good over there, Drill? Yes, sir. Yeah, man, I mean, you guys see us pulling a trade with the Falcons, or, or do you guys think we maybe, you know, wait back to see what quarterback falls? I feel like we're gonna we're gonna take a back seat to that. Uh, I think we're gonna wait to see who who might fall, who might slip through the cracks, and we might be able to pick up a guy. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think that we're gonna be able to get that from the Falcons. Um, I don't know. It's it's tough, man. It's tough to even consider what they'll do at that at that spot. But I don't see us changing uh the, our position in the draft. Hey, drill. Yeah. One of these, yeah. if one of these quarterbacks fall, who do you want it to be? Like, is there like one um, or two? One or two. If one of them falls, let's say outside the five pick, six pick, even. Uh, I wanted to. Uh, I think you know what I'm saying. What what Chicago's missing is uh, is the 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 fun part of football. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Our defense is always fun to watch. We never get to fucking watch our fucking offense go out there and I kind of just want like a show, you know what I'm saying? I want the fireworks to go off. I want to see receivers going fucking crazy, you know? So I need a gunslinger. And the first person that comes to mind for me is Trey Lance, you know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Like, you know what I mean? Like somebody's a nice arm, somebody who can, we can condition, you know what I'm saying? You got Foles there, you got Dalton there. They got experience, you know what I'm saying? Not too bad of, uh, you know, quarterbacks to really learn a, a thing or two from you know to kind of keep them under control we've seen what happened with uh with uh josh allen you know what i'm saying real gunslinger you know what I'm saying over there tightened up this year and 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 took his team deep into the playoffs um that's what i would like to see out of out of you know if we had a quarterback option you know somebody who's not you know what I'm saying who's not just there like a dog and pony show type bullshit you know what i mean like I want to see some fireworks. I know the fans want to see fire. We've been out of motherfucking Soldier Field for a long time now. COVID shit, man. You know what I'm saying? They start letting people back into the stadiums. You know what I'm saying? To fill the seats, our offense got to be fucking electrifying along with the defense doing their job. So, you know what I'm saying? That's the person for sure that I would like to see in a Bears uniform. <laughs> I, I completely agree with the Trey Lance, uh, you know, idea. I would hope he falls to us. And like you said, sitting behind those veterans and getting to learn and soak in all this, uh, you know, intel and getting all this data from them. You know, you would think about Patrick Mahomes and how he sat that year behind Alex Smith and his gunslinger mentality that we've seen now. Uh, also, the legs on uh, Trey Lance, he can he can make something out of nothing sometimes and he'll take off. He has no problem doing that as well. He's got a big, you know, boom factor, like a wow factor where he could just make things happen out of nothing. And on top of that, yeah, the gunslinging mentality and the game is changing to these kind of quarterbacks. So, you know, he fits the criteria of, of what the league is becoming. Yeah, I'm down. I'm down for Trey Lance. I'd love to get him on the Bears. I just wonder at what point is, you know, where, where are we going to go after him, man? Because if he falls after number four, the Bengals, they don't need a quarterback. The Dolphins, they, you know, they're trying to figure out if Tua is their future. You know, at seven, it's actually Detroit's pick. And I don't know if Detroit's going to want to deal with, with us. You know what I'm saying? We're in the same division. So 
I think seven's going to be the play if he drops around there. Maybe the Panthers at eight, but, you know, they got Sam Darnold. But I know for sure we got to get in front of the Broncos. We have to get in front of the fucking Broncos. So we're, we're probably looking, trying to work out a trade with Detroit at seven or somehow, some way doing something with the Falcons at four, man. So Ryan Pace, we've seen him do all types of shit, man. Trade up time and time again for players, give away future assets. He does this. He doesn't always do the right move. Sometimes, most of the time, it backfires. But once in a while, man, he does hit, man, here and there, especially with those later picks. He's due to hit for one of these early picks, man. At some point, his aggressiveness, we got to hope and pray. At some point, it's going to fucking pay off, man. And if he fucking trades up and we have an opportunity to get a Trey Lance, uh, hey, I'm not even going to be mad at him, bro. Do what you got to do. <laughs> fucking yeah. Ryan Pace is like a bad poker player. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? He's he's sitting he's Hopefully sitting behind. Guys. He's got those cards. He's playing Texas Hold'em. You know what I'm saying? He's over there. <laughs> he's, he's got the chips. Hey. You know what I'm saying? He's playing. He's fiddling with the fucking <laughs> chips with his squinty fucking eyes. <laughs> That's his telltale. You know That's his tail like, right there. You know, everybody knows what he's about to do. You know what I'm saying? He can never bluff. <laughs> this fucking guy. Hi, <laughs> man. I think we're. I I think we we on the same page with Trey Lance. Wouldn't mind him at all. North Dakota State. Love it, man. So pro football, uh, pro football network.com. That's the mock draft we're going off of. All the players we're talking about, they're projected in this mock to be available. So right off top, we are at the 20th pick in the first round. We are in a motherfucking war room. And the players available that we talked about in a pre-show that we like. First up, offensive tackle Tevin Jenkins, Jenkins from motherfucking Oklahoma State. Um, he's the first player up, and they, that's the player that actually got us taken over here. And um, yeah, man, you know some of the notes they have here, which is true. Bobby Massey's gone. We got Jermaine Fetty, who you know Seattle Seahawks cut a couple years ago. So that, that's not really, you know, that, that's not really, doesn't make you feel good. You know what I'm saying? So we need to fortify that line. The offensive tackle is a spot we spoke about that we need help in. So Tevin Jenkins is the first candidate that we have. The next two that we have are both cornerbacks with Kyle Fuller being gone. Uh, I know we know that they signed Marcus Trufant. But we need a future dog next to Jalen Johnson. And we spoke about Caleb Farley, cornerback, Virginia Tech. Greg Newsom, cornerback from Northwestern, you know, hometown boy. So those are the three players, man. Sweetness. What do you think we should go here, man? Um, I, I just want to go with the best player that I feel like, you know, in my opinion, is the best one out of these three guys. Uh, while just watching tape on all three of these guys. You know, I like what I see from all three of them. A little bit more from Seven Jenkins and Greg Newsom. Greg Newsom is he's feisty. Um, he likes to get to be in the mix. He's not afraid to get up on that line of scrimmage and make a hit either. Now, with that being said, he's also a hometown kid from from Chicago. You know, Northwestern Wildcat. You know, the pride. So that's um. You know, I don't know if that's gonna play a factor because of how good Seven Jenkins is. 
Tevin Jenkins is a versatile dude. He's 6'6", 300 plus pounds. And still the way he moves his feet and all this other stuff, uh, versatile enough to play left tackle or right tackle. The way he overpowers people and finishes blocks. The tape is just outstanding the way he does his job. And he he's that pancake machine from what I've seen. And he played, um, you know, he played in, I don't know if it was the Big Ten, but he played somewhere where it wasn't just some phonies on the field coming at him. He was handling some grown-ass, you know, men out there. And I, I feel like he could transition perfectly into, a, you know, into a, a very elite offensive tackle right away, man. He's going to be a problem. That's 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 where I want to be. I think Tevin Jenkins is – he could be the stable of our offensive line for a while. I like that. I like it too, yeah. man. Tevin Jenkins, right tackle, left tackle. I'm hearing he could play either one. But, Drill, we got two cornerbacks here. Is, is there is there one you like more? that you, you think about, or is this like a clear shot? Take Tevin Jenkins from Oklahoma state. How how you feeling about that? Man, the way I feel about it, and I'm sure fucking, you know what I mean? I'm not going to bust or no shit like that. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm thinking to myself, if we go for cornerbacks, you know what I'm saying? Okay, you're you're the Ryan we're, Pace we're, in the war room, by the way. You're the Ryan right. Pace in the war room. I nominate you. So so tell us how you feeling. <laughs> First of all, I'm black. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> that shit's dead already. Fuck no, no. Nah. <laughs> nah, nah. All bullshit aside, like uh, when I'm thinking about it, I'm like, man, you know what I'm saying? Okay, we're picking up cornerbacks, so we don't get scored on, you know what I'm saying? We dealt with this shit last year, you know what I'm saying? We got scored on a bit, but the offense is in a little bit more need than the defense, I feel, you know what I'm saying? So fucking Tevin Jenkins to me, watching the tape, seeing him do what he does, all I'm thinking about is Monty fucking running behind that or, you know what I'm saying, with the people that we got, you know what I'm saying? I'm seeing Dalton or whoever we got at the helm, you know what I'm saying? Uh, having time to sit up here and throw. Like, obviously, Tevin Jenkins is not going to be the whole entire O-line, but I think he can bring some energy in there and motherfucking, you know, you know, cause some people, you know what I'm saying, to go ahead and step up their fucking game, um, you know what I'm saying, and, and and give our quarterback time to throw or give a huge lanes for fucking our running backs to fucking run through. So, um, you know, with that first round, you know what I'm saying, considering if we don't trade over or do any crazy shit like that, um, Tevin Jenkins is a pick for me, man. I just, I just think that that offensive line has been the, I don't know, it's been everything that they talked about that was our problem last year. And our uh, show after show after show, we talked about that the old line needed motherfucking help. So I see Tevin Jenkins over here, bro. I just, I just feel like, you know what I'm saying. Our, our running game can, can get better. Our fucking, you know, what I'm saying our throwing game can get better. And, and after that, man, you know what I'm saying. So I'm with it. I'm with, I'm with fucking Oklahoma State over there. Bring the big oh, boy on. <laughs> we got, we got, um, we got to need a cornerback. I don't think we can deny that. But I, I kind of like adding to what you said though. Right now, I like where you were going with it. You know, we had Kyle Footer last year, and we still, you know, couldn't get the job done. Whatever cornerback we get, you know, even in the first round. I don't, th- I don't think it's going to be as good as Kyle Fuller right off top. So, you know, we, we did get Trufant. I'm not, like, ecstatic about him. Hopefully he can stay healthy. But we need to help that offense, man. 
And Matt Nagy, he wants to keep his job. He wants to prove that he can run his offense. I think they're going to add Tevin Jenkins. It's going to help the run game, going to help the pass game. It's going to help a quarterback that is honestly questionable if he should be a starter in the NFL. And Andy Dalton, you know, my bad red rifle. I'm just calling it as it is. You know what I'm saying? But this dude's going to help a lot, man. I'm with it. I think the pick is in. We're good on Jenkins. Yeah, man. And also, they, yes, his comp is actually, uh, you know, this is based off NFL.com and the whole combine report. He, he's uh, His comp is uh, Joe Joe Tooney, Joe Tunney from uh, he just, you know, signed with the, with the Chiefs, came from the Patriots. You know, you know what he did over in uh, in New England for a while there with with uh, old Tommy boy, you know, getting them rings and protecting the quarterback. And, uh, you know, it's just if to me, I can't really say I would take anyone else there. Seven Jenkins is a, a clear cut, easy choice, man. Let's go. Pick is in. We're good to go. Seven Jenkins in the first round. Second round. Pick number 52. So we got that O-line help. It's going to help the offense. Are we going to continue going with the offense? We got two receivers to talk about. Both of them play out of the slot. Elijah Moore, wide receiver Ole Miss. Rondale Moore, wide receiver Purdue. Those are the two receivers that we're going to talk about. Also, we had an offensive tackle here, but, I mean, it's Jalen Mayfield from Michigan. Um, I, you know, we'll still talk about him because he wrote him on the list. But, um, you know, he's there. Maybe we fortify the line even more. But there's a cornerback out there in Asante Samuel Jr. from Florida State who we got to talk about as well because that's another need that we spoke about. I don't know, man. Drill, out of, out of these players we I just brought up right now, is there anyone, is there one or two you're debating on or is it just, is there a clear cut for you? You know, I, here's like the toss up for me because I'm like, man, fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, we do it now. We got wide receiver help. But out of the two, you know, Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, you know, like who else do we got type shit? You know what I mean? So I'm like, like once again, you know, we can add another weapon to wide receiver. Maybe they're not that great off of the bat, but you know what I'm saying? Also a good slot position, you know what I'm saying? Have them up or just run over the middle. We see a lot of quarterbacks who, who, you know, who are used to, I mean, who are not, you know, getting kind of fumbled up in the pocket type shit, having to run for their life. But if they can't, you know what I'm saying, to be able to check down, you know what I'm saying, hopefully, you know, to either a Cole Komet or one of these wide receivers. So uh, for me, I, man, it's, it's hard because it definitely is a toss up between cornerback and that shit because I feel like losing Kyle Fuller is, is fucking huge to us. And motherfucking, you know, I don't think Desmond Trufant is the motherfucking answer for everything, you know what I'm saying? And we can't expect uh, Jalen Johnson to fucking, you know, do it all. He's only got one side, you know what I mean? So fucking, what, what do we do here? I'm kind of still leaning towards the offense because i rather, you know, I'd rather us be able to score fucking points. A defense, we can always, I think we can get above there, you know what I'm saying, to, to – uh, just the nostalgia of being a, a Chicago Bear. We've always been known for yeah. our fucking defense. 
You know what I mean? So uh, when the fuck do we start, you know, being a high-flying offense? Like, oh, shit, we got to worry about the motherfucking Bears offense. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want teams to fear that type of shit. So I would rather lean going towards a wide receiver. Uh, out of them two, oh, I don't know. I, Ole Miss, what division? That's that's SEC, yeah? Ole Miss, uh, I mean, I, I do believe they play the big schools. They, I think, you yeah. know, they do play Alabama. They do play Florida. So they do play those guys. Yeah, so I, I based on schools, you know what I'm saying, based on divisions and shit like that, and that's nothing against Purdue or no, no other divisions and shit like that. But, you know, SEC is some tough-ass football, and every time you hear big names, we hear them come out of SEC schools, you know what I'm saying, either that or, you know what I mean, I, I'm not going to hate on that. So, you know, I'd rather take, Elijah Ward right there for the motherfucking second round out of Ole Miss, bro. And fucking run with it and get our offense fucking, you know what I'm saying, rocking. You know what I'm saying? Shit, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Get him under there. Get him in camp. Fill him out. See what he's about. You know what I'm saying? And sit up here and find the best fit, you know what I'm saying, of where he can fit into that offense and get uh get Dalton used to another guy to fucking throw to. So, and then having Tevin Jenkins to, you know, give you a little time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that'd be a great. I think that'd be a great addition. You know what I'm saying? Allen Robinson, Darnell Mooney, Elijah Moore, Cole Komet, uh, Ryan, but you know, a possible Tariq Coin that you could throw to. You know what I'm saying? Like it'd be a good balance. Like man, you know, the defense not gonna know who the fuck we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna throw it to. You know what I mean? We just need some motherfuckers who are fast and got hands in the two. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 what I'm about. All right. Brody, how you feeling, man? Elijah Moore, Rondell Moore, Asante Samuel, cornerback. What you thinking? To me, man, Asante Samuel was the the guy that I had to, you know, I had to weed him out. And, and it just became about the two Moors, Elijah Moore and Rondell Moore. Um, not really taking Jalen Mayfield into consideration here because, as we know, it's like an offensive tackle. And I know, you, you know, don't stop there. Some people might say, you know, go get yourself somebody for the other side or whatnot. But I'm looking at Elijah Moore and Rondell Moore, man. They're very similar dudes. Uh, they're both really undersized uh, slot guys. You know, comparisons to Antonio Brown and Tyler Lockett, one for each of these guys, and those are crazy. They're both versatile. They can they can do a lot of things, you know, punt return, kick return, uh, handoffs from the wide receiver position, slot position or whatnot. I would, I would just, man, this one is, this one is tough. I think I'm leaning Rondell more. There's something about it. It's just, uh, you know, we're in the war room and I got that, I got that itch. I got that, I got that tick that's making me say, this is making me like a gut feeling say Rondell more, um, you know, from what I've read and I, he's a likable dude, a team player, you know, he, he carries that, that real football type of tenacity swag and stuff like that. Um, he plays like a running back when he gets the ball in his hands. You know, he's just one of those kind of guys. I'm going to go Rondell Moore. It's not – it's tough. It's a tough pick there between him and Elijah. Man, um, when we were doing the pre-show – We got a tiebreaker here, Brody. Check this out. When we were doing a pre-show, I really, really felt like Asante Samuel was going to be the pick in the second round. When we were talking in the first round right now about how, you know, Kelly Farley, Greg Newsom, 
and how even if we draft one of these guys, they're not going to match Kyle Futter's production, not off top. And in my eyes, and the more I think about it, I'm with you guys. We need to get all the offensive help we can. This is a new NFL, man. Like, yeah, I mean, having a nice defense, that's great. But if you can't put up points, what, a, what the fuck does it matter? Yeah. It doesn't matter. So yeah, look, at, look at the Raiders. That's a perfect example. Their defense is super shitty, but they were okay. still able to beat the defending Super Bowl champs. Because they outscored them. Right, exactly. Exactly. Let me let me let me just note one thing, and I think this is becoming very true. Um defenses uh they can it, it can become very um contagious if your offense is playing very good. It doesn't work the, the same the other way around. If your defense is playing at an all level, you know, all pro level, I don't really think that transitions to your offense sometimes. But if your offense is booming, your defense is sitting there relaxing for a hot minute, got fresh legs, and they get to come on the field and do work as yep. opposed to being a really good defense true. and not having three and out, three and out, you know, and you're back on the field, three and out. You can be the so best true. defense ever, yep. but if you're worn so out, true. you you really ain't shit. So it's it's contagious one way, not really the other. Facts. What does that say about what does that say about the Chicago Bears defense though? They're rated so fucking high and had had to come in at, at that rate. So just imagine if they had that kind of fucking rest and going, fucking were able to were able and we were stopping top notch running backs. They got that like we were stopping know, those motherfuckers. Going through the injuries and this, that, and the third, and not to dive into it too much, but some of those injuries might have not happened if they didn't have to spend so much time on the field. So, you know, <laughs> goes, a, goes a lot of ways, bro. Yeah, man, those are great points, man. Um, We see where this is heading. Looks like a tiebreaker. I got some notes on these guys. It's not like a lot of notes, but um, <laughs> tell me some. So Rondell Moore out of Purdue, you said there were some comps. Who does he comp to? Who was the comp that you saw? Um, I saw Tyler Lockett for Rondell Moore and uh, Antonio Brown for Elijah Moore. So with Rondell Moore, um, and, and I listen to a lot of different, you know, um, fantasy analysts. Uh, I, I do listen to different podcasts, ESPN. You know, there's a bunch of different things, and I look at notes, and I look at film. From what I got, this dude, Rondell Moore, is the best slot wide receiver in a draft. He is very explosive. He's very shifty, pretty physical. 4.29 uh 40 uh that is nasty yeah Holy fast shit. as fuck that's that yeah, fucking <laughs> flash on the oh, other side yeah. on the other side elijah moore you know old miss 5.9 a buck 78 80 over 80 percent of his routes were ran out of the slot this guy's a slot receiver too he runs a 435 so he's up there you know what i'm saying he's up there with rondell moore when it comes to that speed, played eight games. In eight games, he had 1,193 receiving yards. He caught 90. Was that the, was that the only person they were throwing it to? Bro, bro, this guy, this guy's this guy's a monster. This guy's a problem. Um, in those games, out of all catchable targets thrown his way, he caught 98.8% of them. He had he forced 18 missed tackles in the um that ranked sixth in the NCAA. He's got great hands, sticky hands. This guy 
make some tough catches, not afraid of the contact either. I love the op- I love the upside more on Elijah Moore. So give me Elijah upside more, man. I'm going to go with him. I'm going to break this one, this tie. I love the upside out of the kid out of Ole Miss, man. So, man, y'all breaking my heart, man. I know. Hey, I, I know, I'm man. I'm tell you right now. Just reading. 429 versus 435. I, I'm okay. I'm okay with Elijah Moore. Yeah. It, like I said, and I, and I even said it when I was giving my breakdown. It's one of those hunches that you get, you know, we're in the war room and you're like, man, you know, just reading up on this kid. And, you know, there's, I, there's a reason I like I'm, I'm going to fuck with him no matter where he goes. But now, you know what? Like I said, it was a very tight one. I'm glad you were able to break the tie. I'm not mad at Elijah Moore, man. Give me more. Whatever hey, you do, give me more. And you know what? We went O-line in the first round. Either way, I'm if we get Rondell Moore, I'm cool with that, too. We need offensive help. We've, we've proven as an as organization, we've always had that top-notch defense. It's not helping us get anywhere. Uh, this fool, Ryan Pace, has been here. We got one playoff appearance. Oh, my bad. Two playoff appearances, right? In what? Six years? Not, it's not good enough. Not, 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 with, not with a top-notch defense that we've had. That's not good. So let's, let's switch things around and let's work on this offense. Let's so, go. We good. So we, we went with Elijah Moore there. I had a tiebreaker. And we're going to move on to the motherfucking third round, which is the 83rd overall pick. Four players that we're going to talk about. And in this mock draft on Pro Football Network, they have us taking Kellen Mond, quarterback from Texas A&M. And, you know, we do need a quarterback. We talked about that. But, you know, I, I'm not sure how you guys feel about Kellen Mond. That's just one of the guys, right? The next guy that we put on the list was Jamar Johnson, safety from Indiana, uh, to, you know, line up, pair up next to uh, our guy over there, Eddie Jackson. We had a wide receiver here, Dwayne Eskridge from Western Michigan, another uh, wide receiver that could play out of the slot but I think we're going to get away from that more than likely after we got Elijah Moore. Then there's another cornerback, Central Michigan, Robert Rochelle. So, um, yeah, man, uh, Drill, what, where, where are you leaning here, man? We got, we're talking about a quarterback, safety. Uh, we're we're going to disagree this receiver, right? I am yeah, absolutely yeah. with that. Yeah, okay. yeah I'm so, with that too, yeah. So we're looking at quarterback safety and corner or cornerback. So what, yeah, I would, I, I would leave it out. I would say, you know what I'm saying? Like we, as a collective, we got two rounds that we went for offensive players. So now I'll give the defense a chance. Let's go with the cornerback. Let's get him up to speed. He may not be no Kyle Fuller, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time though, um, all the veterans that you got, uh, out of that defense, uh, you know, we got Jalen Johnson, we got fucking Desmond Trufant, we got motherfucking, you know what I mean? A lot of people that have been around the game for a while. I don't know about Jalen Johnson, but fucking Desmond Trufant, I know he has been around for a while. But definitely, you know, just to say it, I mean, just to be under the tutelage of guys. And and like I said, uh, the nostalgia of being a Chicago Bears player and knowing that our history is defense. 
and fucking, you know what I mean? Just to be a part of that. Uh, I know if I was a fucking Chicago Bear, you know what I'm saying? Is I definitely would want to play defense. You know what I mean? It's like for real, for hey, real. Hey, you ain't lying, bro. Straight up. Yeah, you know what I mean? And shit, just be like, man, you know what? Motherfucker, or like a water's uniform, fucking singletary water's uniform. You know what I mean? Like, motherfucker, this it's it's just it's just a, a complete nostalgia. But I think uh, we could go ahead and, and, and we could let you know get a D one and motherfucking pick up Robert Rochelle here. Um, you know what I'm saying? And uh, from Central you know, Arkansas. From Central Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, you know, hey, shout out to Scotty Pippen too, man. Long hey, man. Man. Rest in peace, bro. Yeah, Scotty Long. Scotty yeah, Long man. knows Pippen. Rest in peace to his son, bro. That shit was bogus. Yeah, bro. very, very, very sad. His oldest son, you know, um, and re- re- man, rest in peace, man. Rest in, rest in peace. Prayer, prayers to the family, man, for sure. Legend, yeah, but, uh, legend in Chicago, without a doubt. Forever, man. Yeah. Fuck we'll Jerry Cross. <laughs> keep the morale up over here, bro. You know, I'm saying quarterback defensive help. You know, give me double R. Give me Rolls Royce over there. That'll be his name. Rolls Royce. Ooh, Robert Rochelle. Okay. Rolls Royce, baby. Double you, R. You're getting real familiar <laughs> with him. Look yeah, at I, right? <laughs> I, I, lo- I love it, man. I really do love it. Um, Just looking at the notes and, you know, everything being broken down about these couple guys that we're talking about, we we eliminated uh, Eskridge from the conversation because, you know, we were able to go wide receiver in the second round. And uh, to me, it was really between uh, Jamar Johnson and, uh, you know, Rolls Royce over there, Robert Rochelle. And, um, you know, I just came to the conclusion that Robert Rochelle is the guy that I want to go with as well. Uh, you know, the, there's a lot of notes on him. And, you know, one of the ones that stands out a lot is his ability to uh, – like his makeup speed, you know, when getting beat or keeping up with uh, wide receivers coming down the sideline, those type of tendencies as a cornerback, you know, they really work out for you at the pro level. So, yeah, it's Robert Ro- Rochelle for me, man. I, I like his uh, ability to make plays. He's, uh, you know, he's just somebody that I feel like you can go out there and, you know, I don't know. I just, I, I got I to, gotta, you know, go with him as well. I agree with uh, Drill on that one. Clean sweep, clean sweep, man. Let's go at Rolls Royce. Ooh. I like, I like the notes. Hey, you, you think they call him Rolls Royce or maybe Roro? They call him. Oh, I like Ro-Ro. the Roro. <laughs> I like the Roro because it makes yeah. more sense. But I like Rolls Royce because it sounds like he's, you know, gonna be all time. But everybody knows what a Rolls Royce is. Right, I feel, you. I feel. You. Go ahead, go ahead. So my man. you know, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking through the the notes that they have here when it comes to him because I haven't, I haven't watched film on him. I'm not gonna front, but we address some offensive needs, like Drill said, and I'm ready to go to the DBs over here. I was looking at Jamar Johnson from Indiana. I do like the fact that he plays in the box, not afraid to play up against the run. You let Eddie Jackson fucking do his thing. Ball free hawking roam. skills, free roam, make those, you know, make some big plays. In the end, though, I like these notes on him, man. 43-inch vertical, 4-4, 140-yard dash. He, according to these notes, man coverage, corner through and through. Athleticism, he's got ball skills, competitive toughness, all that good shit. Bro, I, I, I like it. Let's go with him. He could at least have a chance to play nickel right off top and possibly work his way into that number two role next to Jalen Johnson. So we good over here, man. We're going with Roro, you know what I'm saying? Rolls Royce, 
from Central Arkansas, man. Let's I, go. I, I'm starting to love this this uh this segment more and more because it yeah, I don't know, it's just nice. And and we're uh I think we had a clean sweep in round one. We really didn't we had to toss up in the second round with the tiebreaker, and now you know, going into the third, we got another clean sweep. I think we know what we're doing out here, man. All right, yeah. it's bears bruising the bros, but we got a vibe. That's what we call it. It's a vibe. <laughs> it's a vibe, baby. And, and you know, and, and I know there's a, there's some people that, that are probably listening to this. First off, you guys are listening to this. We appreciate the shit out of you guys. Now, all love, all love. Now, I know there's a lot of questions. Like, man, why have we not gotten a quarterback? We should have gotten a quarterback earlier. This, that, and the other. Look, we're not gonna hit the panic button here. I know Ryan Pace, it's a possibility he'll do that. We know that. But if he's smart, man, he fortifies that offense. Then he worries about the defense later on. So that's what we're going with. But don't trip. We're going to the fifth round, pick 164. And honestly, at this point, we kind of like in the pre-show, we talked about it. And we're like, you know what? Knowing Ryan Pace, if he was actually able to be fucking disciplined, he this is where he's probably looking at a quarterback and the two quarterbacks we talked about Jamie Newman from Georgia Kyle Trask from Florida and that's it those are the only two players we talked about because we do believe that at some point he's going to pick QB and if he doesn't trade up for you know a, a motherfucking um Trey Lance Mac Jones or Justin Fields, this is where we would prefer for him to go for a quarterback. So how you guys feeling about Jamie Newman or Kyle Trask? Any anything um, at all? <laughs> I just basically because I don't I don't I don't have no notes. I, I've heard of one guy, I haven't heard of the other. So like the thing is is like I don't know if you guys got any numbers to pull up or anything else like that. Obviously, I feel like obviously we need a fucking quarterback, you know what I'm saying, to back up two guys who possibly could get fucking injured. And we've we seen it happen over there at the Cowboys, the fucking third, fourth, you know, going through fucking quarterbacks like it ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? But uh, uh, I, I can't pick I, either one. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I, I like I like Georgia because I love the fucking Bulldogs. But you know what I'm saying? But. You know, I, I'm leaning towards. I just don't know if you guys got any stats out there for any of these guys that pick the better well, of the two. Well, as far as stats from what they did in college, not so much because neither one of them was very successful um, in college. As far as you know, you know, making a big run into a championship or playoffs in in NCAA. But one thing I will say is, I would I would definitely go with Kyle Trask over Jamie Newman. In this, uh, in this, you know, head to head, I think Kyle Trask is just, you know, he's got some raw talent there that needs to be, you know, the the edges need to be smoothed out. He's got a, you know, big frame. He's six five, you know, he can see over the line. He can stand there, and he he got a, he has an arm, and he can uh, beat coverage. So I I think he's a he's a more he's an easier problem for us to solve than Jamie Newman. And some of the notes on Newman are. Very familiar to uh, a, a guy named Mitchell Trubisky, and that just you know makes me look the other way right away. The fact that he doesn't get off the first read, uh, the fact that he gives uh, 
these he's got these niches that the defense picks up on and just just things that you really don't want as as a Bears fan and, and drafting a quarterback that's really easy to predict. Hey, I, you know, I, I can't tell you how many times I felt like defenses came into games, you know, thinking that they're going to pick Trubisky off, and they did, you know. So when you have those type of tendencies as a quarterback, it's I think it's a really hard transition to make from, from the college level if you don't have that raw talent. I think if it was between these two guys, I'm going Kyle Trask. Yeah, we're going Kyle Trask. Jamie Newman didn't even play last year. I believe I don't know if it was COVID related or what, but I see he was playing in um, Florida or um, Wake Forest. I don't know if that is that. Is, do you see that or am I that's, tripping? No, no, that's what I got. Okay, so um, Kyle Trask last year, forty three touchdowns, eight interceptions, over four thousand yards. You know, sixty eight point nine completion rate. You know, some pretty good stats in college. We're talking SEC. Yeah, and. <laughs> Exactly. So this guy, you know, he's a, he's he has potential. He could throw that fucking ball. He is a pocket passer. You know, um, I, I got to break down some film to tell you ex- if I like him all the way or not. But we're talking about a fifth round quarterback. That's not a that's not a big you're not committing a high draft pick to this guy. So <laughs> I have no problems if Ryan Pace can stay disciplined. And listen to Bears, Bruise, and the Bros, and <laughs> grab for once the, in your life. For once in your life, you know we've been asking you, man. So, yeah, man, Cal Trask okay. in the fifth round, 164th pick overall. This you is know, no leap of faith, man, bro. And, and according to this mock draft, they got him going around pick 200. So, if anything, we're reaching. But that's because we know Ryan Pace. At some point, he's gonna reach. And I don't have a problem with him reaching in the fifth round. Just don't, just don't reach with the second overall pick. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> uh, Kyle Trask has actually played full seasons, and uh, you know, in shotgun, on you know, whatever it is. But those, uh, those numbers, you know, touchdown to interception ratio is crazy. What uh, was the overall pick for fifth round? My bad. My bad. I mean, because you I got it as one sixty fourth overall. We were, do we remember a little quarterback that got drafted 199th overall? Yeah. Oh, Who's Thomas. that? <laughs> the fucking goat. What the is goat. It? Thomas Brady. Oh, Tom Brady. You know what? With Thanks. the flo- with the flo- with the Florida connection, I thought you were gonna keep it with the Bears, and I thought you were gonna talk about sexy Rexy. Rex Grossman, the last quarterback to wear the blue and orange in Chicago and take us to the fucking Super Bowl. Yes, sir. Yeah, and let's not amen. let's not forget Kyle Trask. You know, I know this this probably won't mean a lot to people, but he played with Kyle Pitts. You know what I mean? So uh, Kyle Pitts, he got big numbers and is considered the best tight end ever rated. You know, via uh, Mel Kiper. But um, <laughs> so he made a lot of things happen too. Kyle Pitts is a savage, but uh, somebody had to throw him the ball, and that somebody was uh, Kyle Trask. Great fucking point there, big dog. That's it. Yeah. Hell yeah. You said though too. Yeah. I did this, but I like that shit. We get around it. I, you know, the only thing out of this, I mean, to wrap it all up, at least to have my notes. Like, I just don't want to fucking be disappointed. I don't want to look at the fucking TV and watch the fucking Bears destroy draft picks and fucking be like, who? Who the fuck is that? Who the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I don't want to sit there like that. 
Let me I ask you guys to, something. I want, to, I want them to pinpoint what the fuck we need and get it right. You know what I'm saying? And work with what we got. If we, if our draft goes according to what we just did, I think everybody in the city would be content with this shit. If it doesn't, and, and we skip up on some of the guys that we're picking, I'd be highly disappointed, even more. Because this, this draft is literally here for us to do what we have to do. And, uh, exactly. you know, if we know that, <laughs> we've been saying this for a long time. If we know that, why the fuck don't they know that? And they is uh, Ryan Pace. See, the thing, the thing is, is a lot of fans and Ryan Pace, too, are ready to hit that panic button when it comes to finding a quarterback. Because nobody, n- n- nobody, not us, nobody likes Andy Dalton as a starter for a Chicago Bears. We don't like it. But the difference is this. Once you understand that that is our fucking quarterback for this year, you got to build something around him. And if Ryan Pace can stay disciplined, get him that offensive line help early and then get him some weapons later on. Get you a young quarterback that, you know, I mean, let's be honest here, man. We're talking about a track record of Mitch Trubisky, uh, uh, Glennon. What's Adam his name? Ch- Chase Daniels. I'm talking about just quarterbacks here. Oh, Ch- Chase Daniels. Um, I-, I feel like I'm forgetting another quarterback right now. But you have the worst track record with quarterbacks. So we rather you take a shot in the fifth round with the quarterback and let's get some weapons and let's fortify, let's fortify that line. We learned last year one thing. David Montgomery can shoulder a workload. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we learned that towards the end of the year. We saw Glazer. Is it Glazer? Laser. My bad. Bill Laser. Bill Laser. Talking about the ball-headed guy from uh, Fox. Yeah, <laughs> shout out, shout out uh, Jay Glazer. Jay Glazer, <laughs> friend of the show, man. Hey, get his own Bill, Bill Laser, <laughs> right? Coming from Cincinnati with a horrible offensive line over there. It was easy for him to make things work in Chicago once he took charge of the offensive play calling duties. Once you fixed that playbook and you gave Monty that rock, you get some weapons on the O-line offense, open some things up. You put Andy Dalton there who, you know, he's not going to win you games, but he shouldn't hurt you. He shouldn't lose you games, I don't think. Not as much as, you know, Mitch or Nick Foles did. So I feel like this offense is moving towards a Bengals type offense from not so long ago. But you have a little bit of a different element in Matt Nagy, who comes from an Andy Reid coaching tree, who at some point has got to show his potential. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's draft these players. Let's build around your playmakers. Let's give Andy Dalton a chance and let's take a quarterback late, man. Anything else you guys want to add before we get up out of here? Um, I guess just, I, I guess maybe we could save that shit for the next show. It's like we end up drafting all these guys with cap space and who, we, who else we uh, potentially can get rid of in order to make cap space for these fellas. 
No, yeah, just real quick, since you brought it up, uh, the, the last thing I checked was we cannot sign all of these rookies without cutting a player. Now, I don't have the exact figures in front of me, but the last thing I heard was that we're going to have to cut somebody like a Jimmy Graham, something like that, which I got no problem doing. We got Cole Komet. It's time for him to take off. So, you know, if that's what we got to do, let's do it. You know, what? one thing we didn't talk about, man, one thing we did not talk about at all, and we got to I got to bring it up. Is that Russell Wilson shit dead all the way? You, I don't you, think so. You don't think I don't, so? I don't think so. I don't know what's in the books for us, uh, but I don't think so. I know there's things that we can do, moves that we can make. Uh, you you know more than I do, Brody. You've been in the trading picks game for a long time. Well, the thing is, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a conspiracy or, or type of motherfucker. So the things that I hear are, are out the box. But with Ryan Pace, you can never <laughs> nigga, uh, expect the unexpected with this fucking guy. Right. That like really, that's what it is. And one of the hottest rumors that I heard was the Bears at number 20 will make a draft pick, but that draft pick will be for Seattle. Then trade that pick, whoever it will, or trade that player to Seattle plus three future first round picks. Because in the NFL, you can't trade more than three first round picks. So at 20, you draft a player for Seattle, trade three future first round picks plus whatever player, probably a Roquan Smith to Seattle. Then you get Russ. That's the the rumor or conspiracy that I heard. I mean, what do you Jeez, guys feel? What okay, what all right, drill, drill. Okay, let's go. What do you feel about that, bro? Like hearing all that's that shit. Would you do that's it? A lot. You know what I'm saying? Though, why too, or why I'm not? Looking, I'm looking at it and I'm saying me personally, I'll say fuck it, leave it alone. Um you got Russell Wilson, incredible talent, don't get me wrong. And I think he could probably throw to anybody in the NFL. But if anything, we would probably fucking be building around him and it'd be all about him, you know what I'm saying, type shit. Like, not saying I think he's a great leader and a great player. Don't fucking get me wrong. But I think it's an opportunity that I could just say, fuck it. I don't I don't give a shit because we're going to have to do a lot. I think if we go along with the draft that we got here, get rid of a possible player, I think we could be a fucking great team. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? We can bring up people. Like, come on, man. Like, not to bring up the fucking Packers over here, but how many fucking quarterbacks have they had throughout the fucking years? Not many. Not at all. <laughs> and it's like, man, and their office, they click and they work and they, they just, they do what they got to do. You know what I'm saying? Oh, to keep up with it. How crazy. You know with, with you bring with you bringing that up, not not to cut you off, Brody, but with you bringing that up, isn't it crazy how the fucking Packers can find two Hall of Fame quarterbacks in a time span where we can't even find a legit starter, like like a top five or top ten starter? Like that's that's nuts, that, that's, 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 that's crazy. Nice. That's sickening, man. Yeah, it's nuts, bro. And like, hey, you know, and and going back to that, we're always gonna hate the fucking Packers. You know what I'm saying? And shit like that. But you can't, you can't fucking deny that fucking what they got going on over there works for them. And sometimes you think, and you look at the players, and you look at their entire offense, 
And you and you know, and you look at what they got, and you're like, fuck, they really make that shit work with no problem. Be like, man, these motherfuckers like Devontae Adams is unstoppable. You know, so you got Aaron Jones back there when they had Jamal Williams. Now they got AJ Dillon. Like fucking, you know what I'm saying? They fucking always find those people. It, Jordy, it, it, Jordy, it Nelson, Jordy Nelson, Jordy Nelson, Jordy Nelson, Jordy Nelson, Nelson. a fucking dog. You know what I'm saying? Everything else like that. That like the Green Bay Packers has always been. When you thought about the NFC North, the two teams that you think about is the fucking Bears and the fucking Packers. But you know what I'm saying? Lately, it's been a fucking. You know what I'm saying? The past few years, it's been a it's been a Packers ordeal. And the thing it, is, um, is that we're 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 a great fucking organization, and we need to start living up to that shit. I just are we? Are we? Are we a no. great organization? No, we're not. Yeah, oh, we're, I, I, we're I, great, I would say our our management. We is should not, be. Our ownership. Great, our Brody. Our ownership is failing us, bro. We are a great fan base yeah. with hopes of having a great team because we're ready for. We're a championship city. We could go down the line That's and talk great. about the Cubs, Sox, Blackhawks, uh, you know, the Bears. But at the end of the day, you know, there's only a few teams out here, like the Bulls, that have put in work. And that, that, and even then, you know, we're the talking 90s, about the yeah, 90s. Yeah, yeah. We're even Let's talking about the though. 90s. The fucking Blackhawks put in fucking work. You yeah. understand? That's it. We got a lot oh, of fucking hey. Oh, yeah. That's why. That's what I mean. The, the Bulls I, are the staple. The, the, the Bulls. This is a championship. But the Blackhawks, they're up there, man. Oh, oh they're, yeah. they're all the Blackhawks are up there, man. It's just like I said, it's not a great organization until you really are a great organization. And we're not. We haven't been for a while. And like I said, we are a great fan base with hopes of having a great organization to fucking back us up. And it just hasn't happened. That's where it's at our, right now. Our town, our city deserves a fucking, you know, uh, for our ownership of our fucking team to make the fucking conscious decision to sit up here and to hand over fucking for all team, fucking general fucking- manager. <laughs> operations to the Bears, Bruce, and the Bros. Hand them over. You know what I'm Look, saying? Hey. This is the thing. This is the thing. If we were to go and get Russ, I, I wouldn't be mad. But the fact that we already went through uh we already went through a situation where they built our hopes up so fucking high where we almost landed Russ according to uh you know according to conversations according to uh, uh Riddick Riddick according yeah according to Riddick and we almost landed Russell Wilson. So now at this point, I'm like, you know what? If we're gonna make a move to go and get him, cool. If we're not, cool too. Because like I said, we're ready to do things in this particular draft. I think Drill feels real comfortable because of this show. Now he's just saying, me like, too. yo, no, <laughs> I yeah, feel, me, hey, yeah. I feel great, bro. Yeah. Like, like if you really it. think about it, I love Russ. You guys know I, I love the Seattle yeah. Seahawks. I love Pete Carroll. I love Russ, like that whole. That whole era was so fucking nice. Legion of Boom, all that shit. L.O.B. Russell, Russell Wilson coming to the Bears, it sounds nice, but it doesn't solve all your problems. We're still going right. to have offensive line issues. Uh, we're still going to have, you know, we're going to have A-Rob, which is going to be nice with Russ. Darnell Mooney, he's going to, you know, our offense is going to be nice, but we're going to Rondell sacri- Moore. Don't forget we're, about Rondell Moore. We're going to have him too. We're going to have Rondell Moore? Yeah. Because we're not going to give up the first and second round pick. We're just going to give all first round picks, right? Uh, bro, I don't know what with Ryan Pace. According have, to the according to the conspiracy. First, first off, it was Elijah Moore. <laughs> Se- second off, I don't Ryan Pace. This is the, this is what worries me. And I think it worries you guys, too. We understand that Ryan Pace is under fire like a motherfucker. And we've seen this guy make 
I want to say desperation moves. When you move up from the number three pick to the number two and trade away assets to get Mitch and not even tell your head coach. He didn't even tell John Fox. John Fox thought we were drafting Deshaun Watson, by the way. Mm. To not even tell your head coach that's what you were doing, that, that just doesn't sit right with me, bro. Like It doesn't. I really think that Ryan Pace is is, is he's the worst general manager wasn't, in the wasn't NFL. He a, wasn't he a Super Bowl winning head coach? John Fox, yeah, Carolina. Yeah, right, Carolina. Musi Muhammad, Stevie. With Smith, the with the that. what's his name? Jake Delhomme. The home, yes. Yeah. So you you gonna disrespect the Super Bowl winning uh coach like that? Man, you got some. I was gonna say you got some balls, but you. I know he does have balls, but in the, in the worst way. Trading for the second pick and all this other funny shit. But, but that's the thing about pace. I worry as in like this guy will trade the world. He he's gonna try to make up. I, I worry that he's gonna try to make up for all his mistakes in his draft. I feel like he's, he's gonna he needs to stop it and solidify but or, hey, or start to solidify the future of this fucking team. Okay, I love what you just said right now. He needs to stop it and solidify the future of this team. He should have been done that. So why would ownership let him sacrifice the future of this team if he's not guaranteed to be a part of it? Because all those people are on their deathbeds, starting with Virginia McKess. She can't even get up off the bed. I mean, what you mean? She goes to every game. Yeah, no, no, but hey, she she gets wheeled to every game. (laughs) Hey, I had um, you guys know I deal with a lot of people in, in my my old job, you know, dealing with customers and stuff like that certain and customer service and shit like that. One of my customers, I was having a conversation with him. I'm not even going to say who he is, none of that shit. But I was like, man, what, what, what you think is the problem with the Bears? And he was like, you know what? The Bears are going to be fine when once Virginia McCaskey dies. I was like, holy shit, bro. Like, I get what you're saying, but damn. <laughs> like, damn. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah, I don't I don't wish death on anyone. You no, know, death, absolutely not. The, 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 oh, death, yeah. the deathbed comment was just the yeah, fact that, that, that she's she's old to the point where she could have just said retire or give up. She's, give bro, up and, that's and that's it, a frustration level, though. Like, yeah. it's not right. But we understand that ownership is is they're they're, they're lacking, bro. They're lacking hard. We had this top-notch defense for how long? And they got us, like I said, what, two playoff appearances in the last six, seven years? That's that's bad. That's bad. And the, Yeah, and the over-unders on those games were like 18, 19 points. Yeah. And we lost in all those games because we couldn't score our, our more than offense was whatever. Our offense was averaging 17-point-something points per game nice. while, our, while our defense was giving up 19-point-something per game. With a with a defensive touchdown sprinkled in there, so we kind of got half of their points, or or were the cause of some of their points. This day and age, if you score in the mid twenties, you're giving yourself a chance. If you're averaging seventeen points and some change per game, you got no business being in the NFL. You might as well let uh, what's his name, uh, Trestigals, fucking uh, coach your team at a fucking CFL. Mark Trestman. Big facts. Bears, Bears fans want motherfucking Pace's head like that mob at the fucking Capitol wanted the hang fence. That shows fucking nuts, bro. I, and that's just that's just where I'm at too, bro. So I think that he just needs to make a conscious decision. 
Don't fucking do it. Let camp fucking let camp fucking settle itself out, bro. Let's work with these players that we sat over here and 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 uh uh suggested to fucking draft. And uh, you know what I'm saying? This, this is a, what we got. This is a hell of a this is a hell of a draft, by the way. It's so we're, deep. We're, we're, it's, it's, look, check it out. It's, no, I, de- I, it's I, deep. I, I it's meant, deep at cornerback. It's deep meant, at wide receiver. You talk about the draft that we did, the mock draft we did. We, right? we, we yeah, we, we had a we, hell of a we, mock we, draft. We we killed it. We're, this draft is deep at cornerback. It's deep at wide receiver. So you grab that 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 hog for the front line in the first round, and you set yourself up the rest of the way. Whatever, if if there's a better cornerback that we're not talking about in the second round, go ahead and grab him. Because guess what? In the third round, more than likely, Dwayne Eskridge is going to be there. You know, wide receiver from Western Michigan. There's options, bro. There's options. Brian Pace cannot hit that fucking panic button. And to all the bros out out there, you know, you know, everybody that follows us. If I see Ryan Pace out there in Chicago, don't worry. I'm punching him square in the fucking face. I'm going to lay in the fuck out for you guys. I'll take hey, that charge. He I don't thought give a his, fuck. He thought his eyes were closed before with his squinty <laughs> eyed ass. He's going to sleep. They're going to roll up in the black van like they did in old school. I fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> You're my boy, Blue. You're my boy, Blue. Yes, sir. Hell yeah, man. I think we good on this one, man. You guys got anything for the people? And hey, y'all be safe out there. The world is fucking crazy. We're all going through everything, man. You know what I'm saying? And no matter what, I just came off an eight-hour road trip just to motherfucking give y'all a blessing, man. And I'm, you know, and I appreciate all of our motherfucking viewers out there, all of our listeners, bro, man. And just keep listening to the show, bro. We're gonna keep giving y'all these gems. Yes, sir. You stole my you stole my word. I was ready to go in hard with the gems, oh, but oh, you know, sorry, sweetness. <laughs> nah, but we're, you know, we're steady dropping this heat, man. And like I said, we got more volume coming as soon as we approach this draft and it's coming up right away. How far are we from draft day, Brody? Man, it's you know, on the 29th. When, when this episode drops, it's going to be, well, shit, today's already Sunday. It's going to drop on Sunday. So we're going to be about four days away on so Thursday. We're four, we're four days away from the NFL draft. We're hoping it goes down the way we set it. And if it doesn't, then I hope we get Russell Wilson. But that's not that's not the case. Regardless <laughs> or not, we got more stuff coming and it's coming ASAP. The offseason is not the offseason for us. We stay, you know, full throttle. But, you know, stick around. Appreciate all the love. Stay safe in this crazy ass world, yo. Yeah, man, definitely, man. We, we appreciate everybody that's been rocking with us. Um, you know, I could name so many people, you know, rum boys, hard to start, you know, Bogar, Scott free, you know, uh, the plug, you know, uh, um, <laughs> just, just a lot of people that's been rocking with us. Everybody in the, in the fantasy community, I guess, you know, that rocks with the bears, bruise and the bros got to know it's all love. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. And you guys got to stay in tune with them too. They show a lot of love. Also, you know, um, a shout out, you know, um, um, the system law, you know, we actually, they're actually one of our sponsors, man. Lavender and Blush, you know, I, I know a lot of the fellas listen to the show, but for the ladies in our life, man, check out check out their website, man. Lavender and Blush, use promo code DUBROS, and they'll give you a discount on your guys' purchase. So yeah, we man, appreciate it. ladies work hard, bro. Exactly. <laughs> and, and you know what? You know, they, they let us go ahead and do our podcast here in the I know my girl does, you know what I'm saying? And it's it's big, man. You know, um, just much love. One- 
much love and mother's day is coming up too man shout out all the other mothers out there you know our mothers oh. you know every, everybody out there doing their thing you know pulling that weight the way they do man it's much appreciated man for sure for sure and i know the three of us here you know our our, our moms single moms bro so growing up you know man just man, big salute to them much love man L- love our moms man big time so shout out to all the mothers out there man for real for real thanks for letting me play football mom <laughs> yes sir hey man for a drill over there sweetness it's your boy smoking jay we are gonna catch you guys on the next one we appreciate the love and support make sure you guys share um you know all our information on instagram twitter facebook we're on spotify apple Podcasts, all that good shit so Make sure you guys leave that review. It's going to help us get that exposure that we need. Our voices need to be heard. Let's fucking go. Bear the fuck down. Bear down, baby.